to welcome you to the Sound Doctrine study time, and we're in Psalm chapter 23. This is important. This is one of the most famous chapters throughout the whole Bible, and also, it ought to be memorized. Uh, Before you leave this world, you ought to have this memorized, and most people have it memorized, whether they realize it or not. But the Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He maketh me to lie down in green pastures. He leadeth me beside the still waters. He restoreth my soul. He leadeth me in the paths of righteousness for his name's sake. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for thou art with me. Thy rod and thy staff, they comfort me. Thou preparest a table before me in the presence of mine enemies. Thou anointest my head with oil, my cup runneth over. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Psalm 23. We look at one phrase. He restoreth my soul as the shepherd. The Bible says that Jesus is the good shepherd that giveth his life for his sheep. John chapter 10. And he's the bishop of our soul according to 1 Peter. And it's interesting that word bishop means uh, an under-shepherd or a pastor. He works under the good shepherd to keep the sheep in the fold and grow. It's important to have a quality and a, a pastor in life in a church that understands this role and he fulfills that role for his people. He's the true bishop that cares for your soul as he is working under the true shepherd or the bishop, the good shepherd. The Bible even calls Jesus the the chief shepherd. So we find that Jesus is king, but he's also our shepherd. The book of Song of Solomon is sometimes very confusing because it almost seems like there's a a love triangle going on between this Shulamite girl, and she's trying to choose between a, a wealthy king and a lowly shepherd boy. And the truth of the matter is, there is no struggle between wealth and love because the king and the shepherd are the same person they are jesus christ the king is the shepherd the one who owns all is the one who works the field and he keeps the sheep and this is the beauty of christianity the lord is my shepherd and i've got all that i want i shall not lack i shall not be lost because he is the keeper of my soul first peter 419 says commit the keeping of your souls to him in well-doing as unto a faithful creator we we committed our souls to him that he will keep it and the soul is very precious it's the most precious thing that a man or woman owns in this life his very own soul and psalm 22 20 and psalm 35 verse 17 calls the soul my darling and that's interesting you know my darling what does that really mean my one and only I only have one. It's the most precious thing I have is my soul. That's why Jesus instructed us, don't lose your soul in Mark 8, uh, 36. Don't lose your soul. You lose it for Christ, you find it. But if you try to save your soul, you sure will lose it. And so he restoreth my soul. We want to talk about this today. What does it mean to restore my soul? Well, it means to return to the starting point. You're getting back to where you need to be. So a sheep, in the sense, has, has veered off. 
gone astray as many sheep do and they get distracted and before you know it they leave the herd and they have gone off sometimes for a christian it could be by rebellion they're just in a rebellious spirit or neglect or they're following after their own lusts others get discouraged and they wander away and they get off the path and they get away from the flock and they're out in the wilderness and so the shepherd brings you back to where you belong and, and what's good about the true shepherd, Jesus Christ, he always gets you back. One of the main reasons for that is his reputation and name is on the line. You belong to him and he does not lose what belongs to him. And so he always restores you to the fold and to the right place. We know the the, uh, the, sim, the uh, samples or the examples of how this happens. If you have a sheep, it keeps wandering away and they just prone to do it they just keep falling away and disappearing the shepherd would many times break a leg in love take the leg of one of those little sheep and break that leg so that it couldn't wander away and this is a repeat offender being forced to stay in the in the fold that's restoring the soul maybe by going out over the mountains to a far place where you've wandered away and carrying that wind, uh, weary sheep home, even upon his shoulders possibly. And also, how else could he restore? By redirecting your path. He, he works you all the way back around where you come back to the fold. And then when you get back into the fold, he feeds you and he builds you up. And that word restore, it has a connotation there of again on all of these occasions. It means he restored you again. You did. You needed some restoration, and guess what? Jesus restored your soul. It means that he went out and he brought you back to where you needed to be, and now you're at home where you belong. And like it says in the psalm, beside the still waters and feeding in the green pastures. So any Christian that's been saved for any amount of time could testify, no matter what has happened in my life, I know one thing. You go throughout my emotional state, the roller coaster of my life, one thing I can testify is that God always brings me back to reality. And I always come back to the starting point. I come home and I'm at peace again. If a traumatic event rocks my life, and I'm tested greatly through some tough, tough times. He restores my soul and brings me back to peace. And I'm, I'm by the still waters where I can get a drink without the enemy attacking me. And with the loud uh, rapids and the noise of the water, it's still waters. You, can, you go up, you get a drink, you, you eat in the lush pasture. He brings you back to who you are. Oh, yes, I'm a sheep. You know, Jesus said, my sheep hear my voice. I know them and they follow me and I give unto them eternal life. Sometimes we forget who we are and we wander away and then he brings us back. And no matter how traumatic, you come back to peace and you say, I am who I am. I'm a sheep of his pasture. The Bible says in Psalm chapter 100, even if I rebel and go into sin for a spell, and so God has to get me back one way or another. He will, and he will get you back through chastisement. He will rebuke you. He will love you, but you'll find yourself back into the fold. He 
restoreth my soul. And I'll reiterate it one more time. The good shepherd keeps the sheep. He loses none. They always get restored. Because why? He's the good shepherd. Like restoring an antique or a piece of art to its original condition, God will bring you back to who you need to be. If you go through persecution and you get opposed to the point to where you're so discouraged you're tempted to quit, notice how he will bring you back to a restored place. And I can honestly testify myself. My soul has been restored so many times, I cannot even begin to count it. Sometimes I need weekly restoration because of the ministry and the things that I go through. But when, when you're not yourself and you act and speak out of character, which sometimes you'll find yourself doing that or you'll know someone that, that did, he brings you back to reality. When you start leaning on your own understanding and you fail to trust the Lord, you're going to trust yourself a while and you're going to start trying to manage your own life you will wander away because you're leaning on self and the tendency is to lean on yourself instead of the shepherd and veer off and go to stray astray listen to this jeremiah 9 23 let not the wise man glory in his wisdom neither let the mighty man glory in his might let not the rich man glory in his riches but let him that glorieth glory in this that he understandeth and knoweth me that I am the Lord. He says there's three things here. Don't glory in your knowledge, which is your wisdom. Don't try to glory in your own strength, which is your abilities. And don't try to glory in your money, which is your possessions, your riches. These things will cause you to come to a disadvantage. Your soul will get destroyed, uh, spoiled and you will wander away and you will fall prey to this self-trust and start trusting your own self. But God, thank the Lord, he will restore you unto himself. Notice, Jesus would much rather lead us than restore us. He would rather us be right behind him following like a faithful follower of Christ and be blessed rather than restoring us. But He will bring you back when you need to be restored. Become a good follower of Christ. Think about it. He knows all the best places to feed. He knows the best watering areas. He knows the safest places. He knows the most peaceful life. Why would we not want to follow him? But the heart of man finds himself kind of straying away. Listen to this verse. I love this verse. 1 Peter 2.25 For ye were as sheep going astray. But are now returned unto the shepherd and the bishop of your souls. I'm going to give five things that Jesus Christ will restore us from, and in came by restoring our soul. These are five things, and these are these are pretty good uh, thoughts to think about. Number one, He restores thy life. Ruth, the book of Ruth, chapter four and verse fifteen. It says, he, now this is God speaking about uh, the son of Boaz. But it says, he shall be a restorer unto thy life and a nourisher of thine old age. For thy daughter-in-law which loveth thee, which is better to thee than seven sons, hath borne him. The kinsman redeemer of Boaz brought forth a son 
And this son brought forth new life to Naomi. Remember, she had lost all. She wandered away and went down to Moab, lost everything. She needed full restoration. And it took the kinsman redeemer of Boaz, who is a type of Christ, to make this happen. All was lost, and it says he restored life to her in her old age. So she got a son, she got new life, and she got peace. What was happening there? She, she was brought back to the starting point, which was Bethlehem, which is where she should have never left, but she did. She made it back. Now she's on blessing ground, and God will bless her again. Think it's never too late. You never went too far because you have the good shepherd over your soul. So the first thing that he will restore you from, or two, he restores your life. Listen to this verse. This is number two, Psalm 51, verse 12. Restore unto me the joy of thy salvation. So here's number two, the joy of thy salvation. You know, when you when you stray away and you get away from God, you, you, you lose your joy. You're not losing your salvation. You're losing the joy of your salvation. You just don't have it anymore. You're not living in it. We get away from its greatness. It's either because of sin or because of failure in some way. But we're supposed to draw water from the well of salvation regularly, according to Isaiah chapter 12 and verse 3. And the believer's blessedness of salvation but we lose it at times through sin. And David, in Psalm 51, was coming back from a, a, a stint, if you want to call it, of sin, and he was getting restored. And he says, let's get you back to the starting point, which is what? Salvation. You can think right again. You can view life again. You can view properly life again because you got restored. He would get you back to loving your salvation again, and you know who you are in Christ. The third one is something that he gave strictly to the nation of Israel, but we can draw from this, and it's found in Isaiah 57 and verse 18. It says, I have seen his ways and will heal him. I will lead him also and restore comforts unto him and to his mourners. This is speaking of Israel. And he says, I will restore you back to a place of comfort, a place of consolation, in a place of peace you're back to a place of belonging why you're in the fold again you're back where you know you're back where you belong you're yourself again or if you're overwhelmed he'll comfort you if you're full of sadness and sorrow he'll restore you if you're discouraged he always encourages you isn't it amazing that the christian never stays discouraged oh may get discouraged we don't stay that way or remain there because the shepherd restores our soul and gets us back to the comfort level that we need. David went through all of these, yet he knew his shepherd would bring him back to the good ground and he would always restore. You know, after bad news comes and rocks you and it shakes you a while, you get restored back and God restoreth my soul. So that, that was, he gives a great comfort unto those who have lost their way. And so the fourth one, this is found in Jeremiah 30, in verse 17, For I will restore health unto thee, and I will heal thee of thy wounds, saith the Lord. Because they called thee an outcast, saying, This is Zion, 
whom no man seeketh after. They have gotten so sickly in their life. And this is this is actually spiritual sickness for uh, the people of Israel. But you could even look at it from physical sickness. What does he restore you from? Health. He, uh, he restores you back to health, excuse me, from sickness and injury. You know, people will say, I have bad health. I don't think there's such a thing. Health is good. You lost your health. God will restore you back to health, uh, even from sickness. You know, a sickness can change a person. An injury, uh, emotional or physical wounds can really injure you to where you feel, I, can't ref- I cannot heal myself. Well, the body could suffer and the soul can suffer and Christ can heal both. He's a restorer of thy soul. He's the keeper of thy soul. And he heals the destroyed life. These are beautiful things. If we will realize these things and allow God to work in us, we have a wonderful shepherd. And number five, he restores lost years. You say, how can that be? Well, God is God. He knows how to do it. Joel, the book of Joel, chapter 2 and verse 25 says, I will restore to you the years that the locust hath eaten. The canker worm, the caterpillar, the palmer worm, my great army which I sent among you. He said, if you get right with God, you get your soul restored. I will restore your lost years. Time that you lost out there in the wilderness, you can get some of it back. You say, how does that happen? God has a way of making it happen. You will get more out of your remaining years than you lost in your sinful years. If you have lost production, God will help you get it back. If you have a loss of finances, God will restore that. If you have a loss of relationships, God will restore and renew new ones. God just has a great way of getting us back from a wasted life or wasted time. Uh, starting afresh, starting anew. And I'll say this, anybody who strays away, say they're away from the Lord, if they belong to Him, they will definitely come back. You can bank on it. Why? Because the the good shepherd, he will restore the soul. He will bring us back to where we need to be. If we belong to him, he will bring us back. Those thou hast given me, I've lost none, Jesus said. You can gain a hundredfold in one year after losing for many, many years. Do you know that? Get right with God and really uh, turn back to him and give him your all. You You can gain a hundredfold in one year. That's how much you can grow. Restore means again and again and again. So the regular process, and he continues to restore you. Like I said, the Christian gets renewed inwardly day by day. We are in a constant state of restoration because the world is sucking some of that away from us. And the evil day is attacking us and drawing. Well, Jesus restores the soul. The true Christian You can relate to what I'm saying. How many times have you had your soul been restored? You're still here by maybe chastening, by His love, by His mercy. Maybe just the Bible will get it for you. He gives you consolation in the Spirit. He keeps you. He gets you back to where you need to be, to where you realize, yes, I am one of His own. I am a sheep again. And we sometimes have to aid the Lord. If He he chooses us, I'll say this lastly, if He chooses to use you, Galatians 6.1 says, Restore such a one in the spirit of meekness. 
Allow God to help use you to restore others back to the fold. Those who have strayed and they're overtaken in a fault, we must help those who cannot help themselves. But we thank the Lord that He helped us because we can't help ourselves. The restorer of our soul. We thank God for the Lord Jesus Christ. Thank you so much.